Hello, everybody. Welcome to Jumping in an Elevator, the podcast where I, Mike from the YouTube channel Mike's Mike, look into the things that you want to know more about, but you can't be asked Googling them yourself. And it's kind of morphed into me just talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about. And that is happening again today. I'm talking about the scary six letter D word company. I was going to title the episode The Scary D Word, and I figured, hmm. I think people will think it's about something else. So I'm saying the six letter scary D word company, and I will say the actual name of the company after 30 seconds because that's how the YouTube algorithm works. So in the meantime, special hello to one of my new top tier patrons, Charlie Lewis. Hello. Thank you for being a top tier patron. Of course, you get your, um, your special welcome. Everybody say welcome to XCX, Charlie. Hope you're doing fantastic. I hope that all the plants in your immediate vicinity are doing well, even if they're not your own plants. You just have that aura of hydration. I hope your skin's hydrated. Wow. And I hope you're wearing SPF. I feel like a broken record saying that. The two, two of the horsemen of my personal apocalypse are telling people about RFID scanners. God, do I have stories about that? And also putting SPF on. Because I know some people are putting moisturizer on, but they are simply not putting SPF on. And that's like saying, I don't know. Okay. It's like saying one thing and then another thing. And those two things are related. I'm trying to give it an analogy and I just simply cannot. So we're just going to move on from that. So yes. Hello, Charlie Lewis. Thank you for being a top tier patron. I very much appreciate it. And as always, appreciate all my patrons and also appreciate everyone that just listens or watches in general. So shout out to you all, basically. So the six letter D word companies, of course, Disney. I'm saying Disney because when I typed in Disney into Google, I put D-I-D-N-E-Y for some unknown reason, Disney. Um, I'm scared. Scared, shook, panicking, thinking about Disney. Um, So we're going to be talking about that. I've spoken about Disney before, but we're going to go a little bit further in depth and I just kind of want to just talk shit. So that's the plan for today. Uh, Some low, I was going to say some low IQ situation uh, chats, but no, some of these are high IQ. But first of all, I want to talk about WandaVision because as we know, Disney owns Marvel and Marvel is like the owner of WandaVision, etc. I'm explaining things so bad today, but whatever. So if you haven't watched WandaVision or you have watched it and you're up to date with the finale, whatever, maybe don't listen for the next, I'm going to give myself two minutes. I don't think I have two minutes of things to say, but I'm going to say two minutes just in case I do pull out something. So three, two, one. The finale, I was not feeling it. Floppiano. It just, I was expecting a lot. And I think that's because I brought that upon myself by getting all up in these fan theories that I was just so on board with. And then the expectation was too high and they just simply did not deliver. And I'm mad about the Evan Peters thing. So if you're not sure what I'm talking about, they had Evan Peters playing Pietro, the fake Pietro. So the fake version of Wanda's brother. But Evan Peters is Quicksilver in X-Men. And Pietro is Quicksilver in the MCU. So getting the Quicksilver from the different franchise to play this one made everyone think that it's going to be like a multiple timelines or universe parallels thing situation. And like Dr. Strange will come in and there'll be like a, a rift in the multiverse or some shit. No, they just cast Evan Peters. And then I was like, well, maybe it'll be Mephisto. So if you're not aware, 
in the comics, the whole Wanda storyline with all this, um, Mephisto comes in and she does deals with the devil, who is Mephisto. But then I was talking to a friend about this and he was like, I don't think Marvel's just going to introduce the devil into the MCU. Because, like, they try and keep it a little bit believable, even though it's, like, all in space and aliens and shit. They're like, they won't bring in the devil because that just doesn't really have a basis in this kind of reality that they're trying to make, which makes sense. When he said that, I was like, yeah, okay, spill. But then also, like, uh, I was just hyped for that. I was like, well, it'd be interesting to see how they do it. But no, we didn't get that, so... And then there was just no... Okay, I've also gone over two minutes. So if you're back from the two-minute timeout, maybe just leave for another minute. <laughs> I was mad because there was nothing of consequence that happened. Because if you didn't watch it, and you just watched the Avengers movies before and then whatever comes after, you didn't really miss anything. Whereas, like, if they had brought in Mephisto, or if they had done this multiverse with Quicksilver and X-Men and all that shit, or if she woke up all the mutants or whatever, then that would have been like, damn, there's something happening in this that will have an effect on the entire franchise. But no, whatever, Disney, you do what you need to do. Okay, let's stop talking about WandaVision spoilers and let's talk about some other Disney stuff. Also, just letting you know, I'm wearing one of the samples of Planet M merch, which is my merch label. Ooh, things keep getting delayed. That's why I don't have anything to show yet. This is one of the discontinued samples. It's a velvet shirt, which is fun. It's just the wrong colors. So I've got some more samples coming with the right colors. You can kind of see that the white on this, sorry for the audio peeps, people listening. There's a white on it that isn't really white because the white velvet that comes from the supply is kind of yellow. And it just looks a little bit crusty. So there will be a velvet shirt and I'm just wearing it to see how it like wears after a period of time. And it, I love it. So keep an eye out for that. And also I had my Italian 2011 glasses with me, which are very, very iconic and very like F1 race car driver kind of aesthetic. But the problem is with those, the camera thinks that I'm not a person anymore when I put them on because the glasses are too big. So, something to think about. Also, life updates. Since I fell in the hole, as I said, things went downhill. And I think they're continuing to go downhill. The ankle's better. I can go to my K-pop dance class now. But not 100% perfect. I'm not going to go for another run for a while. Will I ever run again? Time will tell. Also, what else has been going on? I kind of miss engineering. I'm having... It happens periodically that I'm like, Wow. I kind of hate social media and I want to go back to engineering. But then I was thinking about like my first engineering job, when I would go to work, I would have to like put this filter on and I'd be like, my favorite band is Foster the People. I love to exercise and I love watching tennis. And then like, cause it's, I was working with a, a group of like 50 year old plus men. So if I'm going to come in and be like, Art Pop's my favorite album and I love watching Drag Race. They will not respect me, which is just how it works, which is such shit. So I was thinking about that again and I was like, no, I don't miss that. I kind of miss software engineering, but I don't miss the work, if that makes sense. I miss the... I feel like people... I don't know. I feel like I'm explaining this really badly. 
I guess software engineering is kind of between mechanical engineering and doing YouTube. It's like right in the middle, which was nice, but I didn't really like the work in particular. Maybe it was the company, maybe it was the clients. I don't know. So that's basically where I am now. I am out of that mood of hating social media. It just happens sometimes and I'm feeling a little bit better about it. I just like making stuff. So that's what I'm trying to focus on at the moment. Why am I so puffed? Let me breathe real quick. Good, good to go. Do you ever just breathe air and get tired? The other day, I was on my way to dance class after being in the house for like 72, potentially 73 hours or something. And I went outside. And as soon as I got outside, I was like, this air just makes me tired. Like, I just want to sleep now. What's all that about? Can we talk about that? It's definitely something to think about. All right, so Disney. Not particularly sure what made me want to talk about it this week. I think it's because I remembered my Disney Frozen conspiracy theory. Again, when I say conspiracy theory, I'm not like, whoa, da 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 da, dangerous conspiracy theory. This conspiracy, there's nothing bad that comes out of this conspiracy theory. It's all very light. And I'm not saying, whoa, this is true. I'm just saying, ha ha ha, fun. There was a conspiracy theory that Frozen was created so that when you search Walt Disney Frozen or Disney Frozen, it comes up with stuff about the movie Frozen rather than Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. And he's going to come back. A la Prince Philip. I saw a meme that <laughs> Prince Harry was saying he had to microwave Prince Philip every morning to defrost him. So that was fun. The Queen is so old. What's going to happen when the Queen leaves the chat? Will society collapse? What's going to happen then? Society collapsed when I stood up in the podcast for the first time. And I'm standing again. So maybe if you felt a shift in the universe, it's probably because I'm standing in the podcast again. Um, but, you know, I just had to serve. And I think me standing is the serve. Speaking of me standing, well, I'm on such tangents today. I'm, I'm apologizing for my complete lack of coherence today. It's just... Like I ate a salad and then I ate a large coffee. You don't eat the coffee, you drink the coffee. Maybe I ate the beans. You don't know. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Who sings that? Someone let me know. That's not Lady Gaga. Maybe it's Florence and the Machine or Demi Lovato. One of the girls. I don't know. It's so close. I can feel it on the edge of my brain. Don't judge me. Who sings that? Don't judge me. I can't get it. Someone please let me know. Anyway, I had my legs out on TikTok and everyone had a panic attack. That's why I got to that because I was talking about standing and the legs on TikTok. I posted a TikTok about um, me dancing at the club. You was at the club. And everyone's like, oh, I only watch you on YouTube and seeing your legs has reminded me that you can stand up. People think I'm just a head behind a desk. And I'm so much more than that. But maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm just CGI. I love that, um, that line of thinking that I perpetuated on Twitter a few months ago, where I was like, how do you know that I'm a real person? You've never seen me collaborate with anyone in person, which is one of the benefits of being an Australian YouTuber. Never working with anyone in person, which is just a little bit of fun. Now what am I going to talk about? Disney. Let's focus on me. Now I remember why I wanted to talk about Disney. I wanted to talk about Disney villains. 
because something popped up on my YouTube homepage about queer coded Disney villains. And I have, I think I've talked about it before and I've watched videos about it before. And I know old Disney is problematic. Like, uh, I think it was 1950s, 60s Mickey Mouse stuff is like high key racist. Um, but then the 90s stuff and the queer coded villains. I was thinking about how that is such a trope, not just in Disney stuff, but definitely in Disney stuff. Like if I think about villains in um, old cartoons and kids' movies and stuff, the villains are always super camp, right? And it just makes you think like, if a mind that is being formed is watching this stuff and these villains all kind of had the same personality traits, when these people grow up and they go into the world and they meet people like that, are they subconsciously already like, hmm, that's suspicious, that's weird. So yeah, I've got a picture of all the Disney villains here and there's a whole bunch of articles about it, how like Scar is very camp. Ursula is literally based off a drag queen called Divine. Like, based off. Like, not... There was a similarity. Based off. Like, Gaston, Cruella de Vil, Yzma. I'm, I'm Yzma trash. I love Yzma. Principal Amzi, Emperor's New School. Mm-hmm. You might be thinking, no, he's wrong. He should be talking about Emperor's New Groove. I loved Emperor's New Groove. But I also loved Emperor's New School. That was so much fun, that show. And was I too old to be watching it? Maybe. What the hell are you going to do about it? Okay? I was watching Dora the Explorer in year five. Mm Mm-hmm. I was watching Teen Titans in high school. I'm built different, maybe. You don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. I was watching Wizards of Waverly Place in first year uni. That's my origin story. So there's an article here about how the Disney men in particular, like Disney villain men, that's, what am I trying to say? Male, (laughs) not the Disney men, the male villains in Disney movies, if they're not manly, they're evil, right? So think like Hades, Scar, the singing one, the, I don't know what his name is. This is going down so fast. But you know who I'm talking about? The man with the the plaits and then the the yellow hat and then like Jafar and everyone, okay? It's a common thread. And like, it's not like you can just say it's one or it's two. It's almost all of them. So what's all that about? And there's been multiple things about it. And Disney kind of toned it down and stopped doing that. But then just because they're not doing that doesn't mean they're still kind of super weird about queer stuff. Like, what is that about? Like, the whole um, stuff about, like, Marvel comics and all that kind of thing, they kind of hint at queer characters in the Marvel movies and TV shows and stuff but they never act on it or anything like that because like, obviously they want to maximize their audience. And by doing that, they'll alienate some of it. Like even talking about star Wars, the whole, uh, Poe and Finn thing, 
they knew that people were going to ship Poe and Finn together, right? And they they perpetuated that. And then they talked about how there's going to be like a, a queer couple in the last Star Wars movie. And it turned out to be um, a couple in the background of a three second scene kissing like to celebrate something. And then social media went crazy because Disney did that. And they're like, how dare Disney push this agenda? And it's like, the exhaustion. Like, why don't you pick a real life issue to be mad about? You're mad because there was two women kissing in the background. Blurry. They were blurry. They were like, you need a prescription glasses to de-blur that scene. Right? They were blurry in the background and they kissed and society collapsed. Is that all it takes? So yeah, I guess that's technically queer baiting because they're like, they know that people are going to perpetuate that storyline and that relationship. They never act on it, but they profit off it. So there you go. Anyway, next thing I want to talk about was how much Disney owns which I've mentioned before, but I'm going to talk about it again because I'm thinking about it and this podcast is everything that I'm talking about and thinking about at that particular moment. So I've got an article from Tidal Max and it's every company Disney owns a map of Disney's worldwide assets. And I think I've gone through this chart before maybe, but I wanted to touch on some of these because it's frightening because they own ABC, they own ESPN, Marvel, Lucasfilms. History Channel, Lifetime, Pixar, Hollywood Records, Vice Media, Core Publishing. And then they also own... There was this thing called Maker Studios, which I feel like was owned by Philip DeFranco and a bunch of other YouTubers. I might be talking shit there. Or they were at least associated with it. But then Disney bought it, and now it's called Disney Digital Studios. So it's like a whole bunch of online content and everything like that. But basically, anything that is popular right now, it can probably be traced to Disney in terms of visual media. I'm not 100% sure on, like, audio stuff, songs and all that, but definitely visual stuff. And the most popular franchises as well. So in terms of franchises, Star Wars, The Muppets, The Marvel Cinematic Universe, when you talk about that and X-Men and everything. Then all the Disney princesses and princes, Chronicles of Narnia, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pixar films, Winnie the Pooh franchise, Indiana Jones franchise, (laughs) Grey's Anatomy. Disney owns Grey's Anatomy. Can they give Meredith a break? Bestie deserves it. She's been working day and night and they will not give her a break. Hashtag let Meredith sleep. Meredith has been through it. She has been through it. I love when you think about a TV series that's been going for a long time and it's had characters that have been in a lot of the show over the whole timeline and you just think about how much shit they've been through. Like when I did the Pretty Little Lies episode and I was talking about what happened in season one, that's just season one of all the seasons. And if you think about like, Aria in that all the shit that she's been through for the whole series kind of iconic if you ask me so sometimes that's a bit of fun to think about so if you're ever bored just think about um, a character in a TV series that's been on for a long time 
and just reflect on everything they've been through. A little bit of a fun experience. I think another reason why I want to talk about Disney was because the Marvel skins in Fortnite. <laughs> I'm going through a massive Fortnite phase and I'm not sorry about it, okay? Fortnite is fun. The F in Fortnite stands for fun. I don't know what the Ortnite stands for. But at the same time, you know what's not fun? 12 year olds on the chat thing. Oh. I never talk on the chat feature on any video game because people are nasty and it's always the same people. It's little 12 year old boys and they're so vicious. Like what's an example? Like if I get on there and I say, hello, they're like, why do you sound like that? I'm like, why don't you, why do you sound like that? Little rat, little rodent. No, I don't say that, but I would love to just go to town on them and just be like, Shut the fuck up and just play the game. Get better at the game so we stop dying and I have to keep reviving you. Ugh. But sometimes I just leave them on the chat thing, but I mute myself. So they talk, but I'm not talking back, but I'm listening. And I was playing a game last night and this kid, oh, he was on my nerves. And I revived him twice. And then I got knocked and he was like, all right, I'm going, bye. You might think that I was going to revive you, but I'm not going to. You haven't helped me at all. And I'm like, run the tapes back. Run the tapes back. I'll wait. There's literal evidence. You can go into the settings and watch the game back. I revived you twice, you little rodent. And okay, not to make, turn this into like a 12 year olds on Fortnite hate podcast, but they're so confident and loud and for what? And there's always a baby crying in the background. Don't be afraid to mute yourself. And also these kids just give too much information. Oh my God. No, again, I'm talking about the information and security and privacy thing again. This podcast is just a combination of everything that I've ever spoken about on the podcast, just all put together. When oh, kids online, they should maybe there should be like an age thing on the, uh, like the microphone settings or something like that. Because sometimes they just talk and they say too much. I remember one time I was in a, a squad game, which is when there's four, four people and I obviously was muted, but I was listening to the chat so I could hear where we we're going to land in the game and where we were going, what the game plan was basically. And one of, they were all talking, they hadn't met before. And one of them was like saying where he lives, like his school. And I'm just like, why, what is happening here? Why do people keep doing this? Like you need to be more careful with your information. I guess maybe they're not taught that. So maybe that needs to be a thing at school. I guess it wasn't so much a problem before because these things didn't really exist that much when I was going through school. But now I'm like, that is, it's scary. And I'm like, kids need to be more aware of this. This reminds me of the RFID scanner discussion that I hinted at at the start of the podcast episode. So basically, I'm going through a phase where every single time that I meet someone new, it takes between five to 10 minutes for me to talk about RFID scanners. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. I think it's just because for some reason, there's always a wallet nearby and my brain's like, oh, you don't know what to talk about? Oh, you haven't socialized properly in so long? Why don't we talk about the RFID scanner? So the last two times that I've met people 
ranting about the RFID scanners in airports. Should I just do it now? Basically, you need a metallic wallet, babes. Just to protect your cards, right? Any card, this is how I think about it. Any card that you scan yourself to pay for something or whatever, where you're using the information on the card in a service transaction, whether that be like money or information, like if you're tagging into um, the gym or something like that, you just have to assume that that information can be taken the other way. And that also reminds me of like the loyalty programs. Don't get me started on the loyalty programs. Basically, if you're using a service that does something for you, you have to assume that your data is valuable to them. Because if you think about it, nothing's free. So if you're using a loyalty card or whatever and you're getting all these discounts and everything, you've got to think, why would the companies want that? Yes, loyalty, but then also data. And if you read through the things when you sign up for these loyalty programs, a lot of them have like a clause about they can sell the data to third parties anonymously. But if you think about it, every time you scan your loyalty card and you get points for it, they have a record of what you spent when you spent it. And they can sell that um, information. So, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like if you don't really care, then just bloody go for it. But if you're really worried about that kind of stuff, which I kind of am, then I don't really use those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, so the metallic wallet thing, I watched an episode of a TV show called Spycraft, which is on Netflix and it was fantastic. And they also talked about this and I was like, okay, T, a tertiary source saying the same thing. Um, and that is when you go to an airport and you get off the plane, particularly in international airports, and you're walking out of the plane, you go up the little ramp thing that connects to the airport. And then usually sometime before you go through customs, there's like a corridor that's a lot smaller than the other corridors. Like it might have a shorter ceiling or it might have tighter walls and it might look like it's construction or something like that. Apparently, and this is apparently common knowledge. It's not like just crackhead conspiracy theory. It's like a lot of airports have machines that scan the data of the people that walk through and then store anonymously um, so that they can track what the person who has that card does while in that country. So there's something to think about. There's an absolute ruckus happening outside. I'm just going to pause until that finishes and then I will resume. Okay, I'm back. The noise is still going. It turns out it's the gutter from the rain. It is once again raining in Melbourne, which I'm totally fine with that. The rain aesthetic suits my um, 2021 aesthetic. Rain, winter, jackets, jumpers, scarves, boots, the house, Charlie. You know what it is. I recently bought a pair of Doc Martens. And they're the moment, 100% the moment. Um, and I also bought, now this is what I wanted to mention in particular, the socks. These are double layered socks. It's like a thick sock with a stocking on the inside. And the theory is when you're breaking in the docks, the thick sock does that work for you. And then your foot in the stocking inside the sock can kind of move around a little bit easier. And I've broken in two pairs of docks before. This is my third pair. And these are like the low rise ones. 
and it helped so much. But the socks were a little bit expensive. $17, 17 Australian dollars for a pair of socks. I was like, mm, God, that's a bit steep. But the girl at the shop really sold it to me and I bought them and they're fantastic. So next time you want to break in a pair of docks, maybe think about that. The shoes themselves, I am obsessed. They're like a solid two to three centimeter heel and also like all around the shoe. So it's like not just on the heel, but the whole shoe has like this really thick base. And I feel so like badass, like walking through the city with those on, with like my Japanese Adidas pants. The Japanese Adidas pants, things changed after I bought those. I bought those in Japan and I had to get flown to Perth with my sister because I used my she used her passport for me to get a discount, tax-free thing in Japan. So then I had to get them from her when she came to Melbourne after she went to Perth. It was a whole disaster. Those pants are the best pants I ever bought. And they're, if you want to get them, I don't know where you can get them. <laughs> because that last time I checked, which was a couple of weeks ago, because I wanted to buy another pair, they're sold out on the Adidas website. Um, but you might be able to get them on like one of those reseller sites. But the thing is, they look so gross in the promo photos on the Adidas website. I'm like, why are you doing these dirty? These are fantastic pants. They're like, they go down to, if you imagine ankles minus five centimeters. That's kind of the crop that they have. And I love it because if you wear them with boots, they sit kind of at the top of the boot. So you can see the whole boot, which in my opinion makes you look really tall. So it really helps the legs out. And then if you wear like a, a low shoe, such as the ankle docks, then you can kind of see the sock and that aesthetic. It just feels very Melbourne to be walking around with black ankle high docks with black socks. And then like maybe a tote bag. My tote bag says Disney on it. Don't cancel me. I'm not saying I hate Disney. I'm just saying like they own a lot of shit, which is kind of scary. They own a lot of shit. Basically everything that I like is Disney at the moment because I love Fortnite <laughs> and I love superhero movies. Oh, another thing that I love right now. I've completely derailed this podcast. I'm sorry. If you have to unsubscribe, then I understand. I get it today. I'm on one with that coffee. They really took a long time making that coffee. Now I'm thinking they were doing something to it. It was delicious though. Um, I watched Alice in Borderland. I don't think I've spoken about that on the podcast yet, have I? No, I don't know. My brain is just absolute... Ugh. I think I have something... There's something wrong. <laughs> like, memory-wise, there's something happening with my short-term memory where I don't know if what I've said... I said out loud or if I said it in my head to like myself or if I've mentioned it to someone or if I've said it on camera. Cause I, I talk on camera so much more than I talk in person because I do the podcast, the podcast, extra content, YouTube video, three or four streams a week. And now I'm doing two videos per week on the main channel. That's a lot of recording. That's a lot of talking. And I don't know if what I've said, I've said in real life or if I said it on the, on a video. So 
Apologies if I've already spoken about this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Alice in Borderland. Fucking fantastic. Oh, I'm obsessed with the battle royale format in games, in TV shows, in movies. There's just something about people fighting each other that appeals to me. <laughs> like the Hunger Games. Yeah. What was her name? Suzanne. Suzanne Collins. She did something with that. Society shifted. Something shifted in the atmosphere when Suzanne Collins wrote the first Hunger Games book. That battle royale format where like you start with a big group of people and it gets whittled down. I think it kind of appeals to people wanting to be better than everyone else. Like if you think about the show Survivor or Big Brother where they have to vote each other out, it's so satisfying to watch because they start like having alliances and then having to crack down their alliances to win. I think it's just an entertaining concept. And then every bloody video game now has that pretty much. Not really. A lot of the most popular ones do. I guess newer games are starting to move away from that, but there was a period of time from like 2016 to 2019 where any game that came out would try and have a battle royale format inside it. Like I'm thinking Call of Duty, um, PUBG, Fortnite, all those. And there's some other ones that came out around that time as well. Um, But yeah, it's fun, right? It's a fun format and it's so easy to replay. Like you can keep doing it because almost every time you play the game, it's different because you're playing with different players, doing different things in each game. Um, So this TV show, this, I'll try and give a spoiler free synopsis. Everything that I'm going to say is in the trailer anyway, and you can read about it online in the blurb or whatever. The premise is it's based in Tokyo and suddenly there's no one in Tokyo except for these random people everywhere. And these people, in order to stay alive, they have to play these death games where if they survive the game, they add three days to their visa. And if the visa expires, then they die. Or if they do the games and they lose the game, they die. And it is so good. But it's so gory. It's not scary. I can't really do scary stuff. The scariest movie that I probably saw was Sorority Row. And I only watched that because all my friends were watching it as well. And I wanted to do whatever they were doing. So, ha 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 ha. I also saw Truth or Dare. But I just spent the whole time laughing at the stupid faces that they were making. So that was fun. But yeah, this show, not scary, gory. But so fantastic. And the outfits are so ridiculous. And I'm obsessed. Because if you read comics, then you would know that a, a common thing that they do is they give characters ridiculous outfits or personality traits to make them memorable and this show is live action and they've carried that over so one of my favorite scenes trying to do spoiler free one of my favorite scenes is main characters meet some people and these people are kind of they've got the aura of that they're important that they're frightening and they should be listened to and then it pans out and one of them's wearing like a two-piece bikini and you're like, what? And they're wearing the two-piece bikini in every single scene that they're in. It sends me off the cliff. It's so funny. Like, it's just like it, but it adds to it. And I'm like immediately standing. I was like, oh, she ate everyone up. So I have to stand. But yeah, if you end up watching that show, let me know what you think about it. I'm really excited for season two. 
I thought the show was maybe a couple of years old, but it turns out it came out in December of last year, which is when my birthday was. Hello, birthday present for me. And apparently got renewed for season two, which I'm guessing will be December this year. The months do just be going on. You know what I mean? I'm 25. I'll be 26 this year. <sighs> I mean, the whole concept of aging is like, yes, the concept of aging makes sense. The concept of like giving people years to represent their age makes sense. But it's so like, ugh, we're on a rock flying around a fireball. Who cares? If you're 26 or 25. So. That's where I am mentally. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Again, apologies for just going absolutely everywhere in this podcast. It was more like a stream of consciousness than an actual valuable episode. Um, but regardless, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave a like on the YouTube channel. You can leave me a comment or subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're listening to this feel free to leave me a review. I love that. I'm obsessed with that. Those results, I could not possibly be more obsessed with them. Right now, I'm going to go edit another YouTube video and also play Fortnite because that's all I want to do. I just want to play Fortnite and learn K-pop dances. My intent to socialize has gone down dramatically. I had a run in with an old lady in an elevator yesterday. Oh my God. It just goes from bad to worse. So I, I'll give you the Spark Notes version. I was waiting for the elevator. I get in the elevator. This old lady gets in the elevator. I'm wearing a mask. She's not wearing a mask. And she's like, oh no. And I'm like, oh, sorry, what? And she's like, oh, I don't usually get in the elevator with anyone. And I'm like, um, do you want me to get out? The doors close at this point. So I'm like, oh shit, now what? She's like, oh, I'm stressing out now because I don't have a mask. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, I don't usually get in the elevator with anyone. I'm like, oh my God. Because you forgot your mask, am I supposed to feel bad? I'm wearing a mask. Anyway, moral of the story, don't go outside, which I think is a poppy song title. Don't go outside. That's a great song. Great album. I disagree. Go and stream that. That's your homework. I'll expect a review on it next week on my desk thank you yeah that's basically all i wanted to say thank you for listening and i will talk to you all soon peace out and bye